going, everybody? Welcome to Secure Your Radio. I think we did that backwards this time. I think we did. So I guess I'm Chad. Hi, Chad. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm Chad. I'm Eric. And uh, yeah, we got an episode for you today, no, no, no. don't we? We always have an episode. Episode 7. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're doing pretty well, good. We're on the cusp of 10. I know. I'm excited. Oh my, what are we going to do for our 10th? I don't know. Why don't you I, guys I tell us what we should do for our 10th episode? Start giving us ideas. Yeah, let's see you in the comments. We see you in the comments, so let's see you more in the comments. Yes. We got some topics today. We got some stories. We do. We do. Lots of things to discuss. A lot of things to discuss. <laughs> so, we, we have one that I'm particularly excited for, mm. uh, but that's going to be a little bit later in the episode, so make sure you stick around for that. Um, this is a good one, too, though. Oh, yeah. This is a good one, too, that we're about to dive into. Um, I guess I'll give a bit of a, a bit of a descriptor of what it is we're going to talk about. By all means. And then if you want to jump into the article, sure. you can do that. Um, well, hold on. Let me phrase this as a question, okay? All right. Um, and I know we're both biased to it, and we're probably going to agree. Should security guards be able to go hands-on? Hell yes. <laughs> what kind of stupid question is that? <laughs> Thank you. That's my sentiments exactly. Uh, oh my god! I'm not, and I'm not just talking in an arrest standpoint. No, right? if I gotta drag your ass out the door, I'm gonna drag your ass out the door. <laughs> well, see, so from my perspective, if somebody's trying to harm themselves, oh, and that, I need to subdue a, them, really? to prevent them from doing so, I should be able to do that. Yes. I should not have to allow the person to continue to harm themselves and watch idly. No, but and that's the law. Because that looks worse too, if and you think the about law, it. Tells you you should do that. Yeah. It's even the same thing if I if I'm harming myself running into the middle of the street and some random person is walking by. What do you think that they should do? And if they were to call the cops, the cops would say, "Can you grab him safely?" Yeah. Have you tried to remove him from the street? You should probably try to do such a thing if possible, and if it's feasible. Bear in mind, yeah. keep in mind your own safety as well. Yeah. And right? if it's not safe, I don't know. Maybe they're cutting themselves with a knife. Well, okay. I'm going to think different. twice about that. That's different. If they, but if they are using themselves as a tool for their own harm to attempt their own demise, you should be able to approach if you deem it safe to do if so and if you're confident enough that you can do so. Let's get into the article there. What, is it, uh, what does it look like? So on May 25th, so uh, this was last week, yeah? Yeah, last week. Last okay. week, Tuesday. Um... Loss prevention from winners, whom I have a little bit of experience with. You have experience with the winners guys, eh? Yeah, I used oh, to work yeah, with them. That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to work with them. That's right, my bad. Um, they made an arrest outside of winners in downtown Toronto, uh, young in college. And it was caught on video, a uh, bystander. Now, the arrest itself was a little sloppy. They were obviously having a little bit of difficulty controlling the guy. Uh, it was three LPs on one dude. Were they uniform? No, plain clothes. Plain clothes? Okay. They did have a uniform standing by doing power control. Right? One of the yeah, yeah, customer yeah. service guards. But uh, it was the plain clothes guys who were doing the, the job. As it is for winners and a lot of these other retails where they mix them both. So... This is the article. 
Video captures winners loss prevention officers struggling with shoplifting suspect. An incident caught on video outside a downtown winner's store is raising questions about the role of loss prevention officers at retail stores and how much physical force should be used, if any, to apprehend shoplifting suspects. Oh my god. Is this an op-ed? Please tell me this is an op-ed. No. Someone got paid to write this. Oh my god. At around 4 p.m. on May 20th, so two weeks ago, my bad, at College Park Winners, located near Young and College Streets, Stephanie T, who's, and she willingly named herself, so I'm not doxing her, said she spotted a group of three individuals restraining a young man. T that said that she asked what they, was happening, and they were, and so she was told they were lost for entrances and she should stay away. Yeah, that's standard. Mm-hmm. I had recently been shopping there. I was on my way home, and suddenly this person was slammed into the wall, and I had no idea what was happening, T said. And why the hell should you? You're not involved. Once it looked like the man was being harmed, I decided to start recording and asking questions. I'm holding my fucking tongue. I'm holding my tongue. I I had the same reaction you did, trust me. In the video, which T shared on social media, Three people dressed in regular clothes can be seen apprehending a man outside the store, holding his arms and covering his eyes. Oh. I'll explain why we train on that. At one point, the man begins shouting, don't touch me, as his hat is knocked to the ground. A security guard can be heard on camera saying the man is shoplifting and that he is under arrest. This has nothing to do with you. We are loss prevention. T is told before they all disappear inside the building. The man is begging in the video. He seems like he needs help, T said. I don't know what happened in the store before he was outside, but he really seemed like the victim in the scenario. Oh my, yep. She said she does not understand why loss prevention officers would have the authority to use that kind of physical force on a shoplifting suspect. Many stores have policies in place where loss prevention isn't allowed to physically touch anyone, she added. And a statement to CP24.com, on Thursday morning, a spokesperson from Winner said the company is aware of the video, as this is a matter of what for law enforcement. Um, we respectfully defer any further comment to the Toronto Police Service. Toronto Police confirmed that they were called to the store to investigate and an arrest was made. One person was charged with theft under 5000 The spokesperson for Winners did not respond to the questions about specific policies surrounding the conduct of LP. And also did not say whether they were employed by the store or a third-party company. Not to dox these guys, I'm going to say Winners does not employ third-party loss prevention. In a code of conduct outlined in the Private Security Investigative Services Act, the loss prevention officers in Ontario do not need to wear a uniform and can use equipment such as handcuffs. They also require to carry their license with them while on duty and show their license to anyone who asks it, including members of the public. The code of conduct um, indicates that all security guards must, quote, refrain from use exercising unnecessary force a directive that is not clearly defined that's not true it is i will i will point you out to section 25 of the criminal code it's so clearly defined i I, I will point you out to hold on let me see this shit what who uh 
Who did the fucking research on this? That is not clearly defined. I will point you to section 25 in the criminal Very, code. very clearly defined and it must be trained in before you can exercise it yeah. with certification. T said she opens the video sparks a more in-depth conversation about what is appropriate conduct for security guards. Even if someone is still, they're still a human being. <laughs> and they deserve to be treated like a human being. Objects can be replaced. I was really shook up having witnessed this violence in broad daylight. Oh End of article. I don't even know where to begin. I lost many brain cells. <laughs> I'm just saying if any store that tells their loss prevention to be hands off, should literally not have loss prevention. I'm looking at you, Costco. I'm looking at you, Home Depot. Bay. I'm looking at you, Walmart. The Bay. The Bay. Walmart, yeah. Holt Renfrew. Anywhere, anywhere, look. First and foremost, if you're gonna do hands off, no arrests. You should not arrest. Should be recoveries only. Recoveries only, then I'm fine with that. Okay. You can still pull. But. But when you're arresting people and it needs to be hands off, so what? You're gonna say you're under arrest and if they bounce, that's it? What's, then why bother? Yeah. Why bother? Let it walk. Oh, you're especially if you're alone? Yeah. Oh, God forbid it. I'm not, no. Like, you're letting it, you're basically, look, if you're not gonna do a proper hands-on arrest, if you are not gonna take physical control of that subject. Which involves the use of handcuffs. <laughs> Excuse me, more. Might I add? Might I add? These hands-off policies all lead to improper arrests. Yep. Because those hands-off policies, when arresting, also state that you cannot physically control the subject. Well, guess what? A step to, arrest to arrest somebody, you need to, you need to maintain physical control of the subject. So you're making us break the law in your policy. So why do you think 90% of theft charges where their hands off get tossed? Mm -hmm. All the defense lawyers said, well, that's an improper arrest. Because yeah, the question's what, the the going to be asked, did you maintain physical control? Well, well they're going to ask you, what are the steps to the arrest? Well, I identified myself, I identified the subject. I told them they were under arrest, I told them why. Read them their RTC. Yeah, I read them their, I, well, I got to, so they're going to say, what are the steps to an arrest? Well, I got to identify myself and identify the person I'm arresting. And I tell them they're under arrest and why. I gotta maintain physical control. I gotta read them the rights of counsel. Well, you, you do the RTC before maintaining physical control? Uh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, RTC is number step six. Because RTC can happen in the office. That's true. You can do it once you've got them set. RTC doesn't happen while you're struggling with somebody on the ground. No, that's true. RTC can happen at any Well, yeah, time. but yeah, yeah, that's true. That's like, true. That's true. No, no. So the only reason I'm saying is because, um, on one of the arrests that I had to do, um, when they were when they were taking all the steps, it was do the rights and then take physical control. Ah, this it depends on the interaction. Depends too. on the if the person's right? compliant, I'll compliant, read, you the read them the rights and then you can escort them. Yeah. But yeah, maintaining physical control. And then the, you know what the defense attorney is going to say? Okay, can you repeat step five for me? I uh, maintain maintaining physical control. Did you do that? N no. Yeah. Well, they followed me willingly. Okay, but did you maintain control? N no. Yeah. Like people look, just because <sighs> you got a fucking camera in your pocket doesn't mean that you're, you know entitled gonna save the fucking day. Um if a person is being arrested, especially I'm sorry, especially by a security guard, a competent security guard, they know what they're doing, they know their bounds, they know 
they're not going to do it because they feel like doing it. Look, There's a lot more to lose by making a false arrest. I'll say this. When it comes to security, loss prevention, all that, there are arrests that happen that don't look pretty. No. Especially if they're hands-on. Sometimes yeah. they're not going to look pretty. If they fight back, you need to maintain. That's the key, the key word here. Main. Maintain control. That's where the use of force theory and, and, and practice comes into place. That's is why we have handcuffs. You need to maintain control. If they resist you, you need to exercise enough force to maintain control. Yeah. So if they are swinging their arms, you need to subdue their arms. If they are flailing their legs, you need to subdue their legs. If they are biting... You need to use one step above what they're doing. If they're biting, you, you need, need to, to hold their face with the side of your arm firm to a solid object. Or erect your friend. Or do that too. They but for me, yeah. for me, I'm not going to bear hug you. I'm going to hold your face into fucking the floor if I have to. You're not biting me. No. You're not biting me. You're not going to be able to smack your own head into the ground. Because right? if you're going to try to hurt me... My fear is you're going to also try to hurt you. Yeah. Right? I kill two birds with one stone. You can't bite me. You can't hurt you. Your face stays firmly on the ground. Is it pretty? No. No. But does it save you and save me? Yes. Is it necessary? Yes. Yeah. I can't not arrest you once <sighs> I've told you you're under arrest. No, I'm not a police officer. Done. I can't discontinue an arrest. No. And even then, a cop's not going to discontinue arrest in that situation. No. You're on the ground. You're going in the cuffs. That's non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Game over. If you don't want to give up, hey, that's fine. <laughs> we got stamina. We'll, we'll win. Yeah. Eventually, somebody will come and help. Yeah. Even if it's the cops rolling up to assist. Yeah. We'll win. Are you kidding me? The cops roll up to assist? Hey, store security, help me. Especially yeah. if we're in uniform. Oh, exactly. Well, even if we're not. The second we identify, hey, store security, trying to arrest the motherfucker, they're going to jump in and take over for us. <laughs> They'll probably try to smack me with the taser a couple times. If they have to, yeah. <laughs> so, well, but like, yeah, from a, from a public perspective, okay, if you've never seen an arrest before, I guess, yeah, it can be a little bit shaking, but like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that's a full grown adult and we live in an age where everybody's seen cops. <laughs> um, there's no need for you to, to act like you uh, were personally day. offended by it. Yeah. People break the law. People face justice. Those are the comments on TikTok that I saw. Everybody's like, okay, and? Because this, this lady here, yeah. Miss T, she was all like, oh, they were so violent. They were holding his face. Yeah, there's probably and, a reason behind that. And one of the witnesses said, who was there? She's like, yeah, I was there. He was biting them. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, well... There you go. <laughs> he only started getting verbally loud and aggressive when she started filming. Of course. That's how people are. Like, when you add an audience, you're going to put on a show. Oh, my God. That's why we don't want you sticking around. Yes. That's why... You get doesn't matter the log. And it doesn't matter if it's an arrest or not. Like, if I'm dealing with a trespassing person... And it's already a volatile situation. You gawking adds to my fucking problem. Yes. And it gives them a show. So I'm sorry. That's why security tells you, let's go, guys. Yeah. Let's move along. Keep it moving. We saw that video. And, like, I'll tell you this right now. Right? Because for me, again, I've done campus. I've done special events. Yeah. I've done nightclub. I've done 
asset protection. Did I say that first? No, I said campus first. Yeah. I've been in a large scope of arenas when it comes to different interactions. Yep. But the one thing that always helps is thinning the crowd. Always. The less the audience, the shorter the show. They can yell, shout, scream, look like a buffoon. That's fine. Well, if a tree falls in the middle of empty forest, does it still make a sound? That's the theory here. Pretty much. Right? I mean, it does, but nobody gives you shit. Nobody gives you shit. Because nobody's paying attention. Here. Exactly. You know? Um, we're not just trying to, you know, cover shit up. No, there's a, there's a reason behind us telling you to move on. You know? Trust me. You, vil- you filming helps us. Yeah. It's, it's additional footage. Because guess what? When this goes to court, right, they add resisting arrest to it, and now they've got the video evidence. You're actually helping us, not the person who you claim... Resisting arrest, assault. Who you claim is is being brutalized, and I'm sorry, but... I showed you the video. It's uh, fairly clean cut. They're just holding him up against the wall. One guy's controlling the head, one is controlling the legs, the other one is handcuffing the dude. It takes 35 seconds to get him in handcuffs. Yeah, we're loss prevention. This guy's under arrest. So you're under arrest. Stop resisting. They already said more to this person that was filming than they needed to. They really did. Yeah. They already said more than they needed to. Um, they didn't have to acknowledge it all. They, mm-hmm. All they would have needed to say is move back. Right? Loss prevention, move back. But they went a step further to declare their action. Yeah. Right? To validate it for them. Which makes sense. Honestly. Prior to the film rolling. Yeah. You know? I mean, and again, I would do the same thing. Yeah, he's yeah. under arrest. Get out of my way. Yeah. Like, move. Move back. That's that's the biggest thing. You can film, not here. Yeah. Step back. Give you me some space. Keep a distance. Film all you want. Yeah. Keep a distance. Yeah. Give me some space to work. Yeah. Give me some space to finish my arrest. Calm my subject down. Because obviously now they're escalated. Mm-hmm. Which I don't blame them. You get what the hell? I paid tackled. I wasn't expecting to get caught. Well, yeah, no, no. Ninety percent of the shoplifters think that they're good and they're not going to get caught. And then and that's do, when we roll up behind them. And then when they do, they think they're going to just you know give the shit back and move along with their day. Hmm. And then when it turns out they're getting arrested, well, then they get a little bit upset. You know, um, I can't get over the stupidity here. <sighs> All right. So. The question remains: use of force in a retail setting. So here's the thing: some people, and I know we've seen it with Shopper Shop Mart, we've seen it with some grocery stores. Mm-hmm. They give the guard, not even the the handcuffs. Guards go out, they buy their own equipment, they don't get the training, mm-hmm. and they make false, they make bad arrests. They're not even false arrests, bad arrests. Okay, I can see why some people would say, hey, should we? My big thing is, yes, look at the company itself, the employer of these guards, and the contractor, if they're contract, mm-hmm. saying, and the contractee saying, let's look at these policies. So Winners has a hands-on policy. You know this, you interviewed, you were told, yeah, you're going to be carrying handcuffs, you're going to be making arrests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Now, for a while, they didn't. Part of that was COVID. Part of that was there were a lot of people who were making good arrests, but they, they looked very aggressive and winners kind of wanted to step out of the spotlight for a little bit. 
So we well, were, especially around BLM, yeah, George Floyd, yeah, that's when everybody started to get pulled back a little bit. Unless you were Crown Corporation, so LCBO, or the government, a government entity, or in a shelter or a hospital where you had to be, right? Whereas expected because you're enforcing the Mental Health Act, and then at that point it's very clear cut: you have to restrain for safety. And the authorized restraints is handcuffs. So. I will say that. Um, now, especially with the advent of, obviously, I can't blame people for stealing. Shit's expensive. Inflation has hurt a lot. Yeah. We're feeling we it too. We feel it too. We feel it a we lot. We probably make less than the shoplifters do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't blame them. Again, for me, when I have to place you under arrest, I have to take and recover product from you. Yeah. I don't make it personal. No. It's purely, purely business. Right? Hey, I need my stuff back. Okay. Hey, look, have a nice day. You're banned for a year. That, that's the conversation. And you, and you repeat that every time you see them. <laughs> hey, you can't be here. I need you to leave. What are you doing back here, Chavez? Bounce out, Chavez. I just picked a random name, just Chavez. Oh, hey, Jimmy, how's it going, man? Look, I think I already had this conversation with you earlier this week, man. You know you can't be here. You're not good at this. Stop trying. It's like, look, I just want to go to McDonald's. I get you want to go to McDonald's, dude. Pick another one. Two blocks that way, dude. Okay. Sounds good. Especially if you give them, like, I, and this is yeah. why I will say security does need to improve. Don't just tell them to leave and not give them somewhere else to go. Yeah. And like, if I want, hey, look, I want, I need to get something. I'm here because I need to get pets plus. I'm actually here to shop. I, all right, man. You can't do it here, but here's where you can't go. Yeah. Be a fucking human. Right? Don't make it personal. No. So, now, on the flip side, we'll talk another... This was this came out, and I think they kind of disproved that this actually happened, but it's good to bring up nightclubs. Yeah. There was a story that came out uh, the same week... This was really sparked, and apparently the premier's getting all involved in reviewing the PSISA. Oh, great. That's <sighs> what we fucking need, is that buffoon oversighting everything? <laughs> Look. Actually, he's conservative. Yeah. They might strap us with guns. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe finally give us fucking tasers? Maybe. <laughs> this is how much they get paid? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Standard minimum wage for security guards. <laughs> 10,000 less than police. There we go. <laughs> I won't be happy with that. If I can make 80k a year as a patrol guard, fuck it. I will go sit at a desk. <laughs> the issue is... Sorry, I'll let you finish your thing, um, but... So yeah. when it comes to nightclubs and event security, because that's what really where a lot of these issues also stem from, because a lot of these guys aren't trained, and they are aggressive. We've seen it. Oh, we've seen it firsthand. Yeah. We've seen it firsthand where... Body or not bodyguards, bouncers will aggravate a situation to go hands on. Yeah, I we've had people admit to us that working at the club is their therapy because they take their shit out on people. Yeah, it's gross. It's not what, what we fuck? want. It's not what if if your vision again. We'll get into this later in the discussion mm -hmm. because it it wraps into what we were going to talk about later. Yes, and I don't want to dive in just yet. To that part. So, but my big thing with that is, again, there was a story that came out, and it was out of a bar. I think it was out in London. 
Ontario? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, London, Ontario. Oh, that would make sense because it's a premier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, this lady was apparently ejected. She was walking around, I think, one of the club nights or whatever. She was ejected by security forcefully, and she said it was, it was over nothing, and she was apparently all bruised up, and I don't know. I looked into it further, and I'm like, I can't find any evidence of this, but I'll wait to see what comes out. Obviously, she posted a whole thing on TikTok. It did make the news for a little bit. There was an interaction. So what, the, what I found is there was an interaction with security. Security did make a trespass escort. They didn't arrest, but they did escort her out. And she was served a trespass notice for engaging in a prohibited activity. Was she sucking someone off in the bathroom? I don't know. She was sucking someone off in the bathroom. I don't know. They didn't say what. She says she was just walking out on the show floor with a drink in hand. Doubtful. Plus, for all you know, she stole that drink from another table. That's very possible. That's actually more likely. That's very possible. That is very likely. And her whole thing is, I was just going to go see a friend, and they came up to me very forcefully. It was one male and one security and one oh, female God. security bouncer. And they're like, we're security, you gotta go, yada, yada, yada. Apparently, she was all bruised up. They apparently beat her black and blue, using a baton and everything. I'm like, that's... I'm sorry, what? That's apparently what she said. She's like, they took a baton to me. Now. I've never been to a nightclub where I've seen them with a baton. I haven't unless it's events. I, I haven't even seen events with batons. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know a couple of companies that give them out or uh, where guards will have them. But generally they don't. I, fuck, at the, when we worked the nightclub, I was one of the, I was one of three people who were authorized to carry handcuffs. Yeah. But not a baton. <laughs> it was you, me, yeah. and the manager who carried handcuffs. Because yeah. we were the only ones who were authorized to do so. We were the yeah. only ones with the appropriate training. Yeah. Right? And not once did we use them. No. We not f- once did they come out. Not once were they flashed. Not once did it ever. But that's that's a testament to our de-escalation ability, too. I never had to drag... You and I can maintain a situation. I had to drag somebody out the door once, and that's because they were beating down on somebody, and that was my only way to control them. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. The fight up in the second floor? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right in the staircase. The one that I didn't get attached to and I was pissed about. Even though I called for you? Yeah, I got told to stand down. So stupid. Yeah, so I was primary on that, but... Um, and again, the only way, I, and again, once I got him downstairs and towards the door, he calmed down and I, and I just walked with him yeah. and he apologized to me. I'm like, Hey, look, I'm not the one that you're going to apologize to. Yeah. Talk to the guy who you beat up. Yeah. Right. Hey, this ain't personal. It's I'm doing my job. Can't come back today. You've obviously had too much to drink. You're obviously getting violent. And, uh, yeah, you need to have a chat with whomever you need to have a chat with. Luckily, I think that day we had a couple of paid duties who were informed. They were waiting for him outside. I don't know if they arrested him or not, but I probably know. Probably not. I know they went to have a chat with him. I'm sure they had a chat with him, and they probably had a chat with the assaulted party. It probably was as long as the assaulted party didn't want to press charges, like the best you can do what is more are you gonna don't do? come back. Trespass. Yeah. Which I don't even think we did. He was never put up on the wall of shame. I had the wall of shame. <laughs> I love the wall of shame. I've always loved the wall of shame. Especially the Book of Shame. Oh, the Book of Shame was the Book of Shame was great. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I'll say that for bouncers, you should... I wouldn't even give bouncers use of force. Because they're already aggressive enough. Yeah. 
Well, the bad ones are. Bouncers the need, bad ones are. Bouncers need management of resistant behavior and crisis intervention. The bad ones need fucking anger management. <laughs> anger management. Don't. The club, there's, there's two things that the club is not for. Finding a lover and beating on people when you're a security guard. Five. You get the reference for the Finding a Lover, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Sharon fan in the house, just saying. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, actually, I think I messed up the words. It's the club. Oh, yeah, it is. The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. I go. So, yeah, okay, I didn't mess up the joke. No, you're uh, good. I'm very proud of myself in that moment. Just a little bit? A little bit. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I, look, I think... <clears throat> Fuck it. Should we get into the licensing stuff? Uh, what else did we have to talk about this week? I don't remember, but we're we're very heavy onto this this era topic wise. Sure, let's have some fun with it. License requirements are too. I'm sorry for me. They're too fucking easy. It's too easy. Um, the fact that you need to pass one of the easiest tests to become a security guard. Yes. Is mind blowing. Because, one, we're, we are not in need. I'm sorry, there are a lot of us. There are. There are so many guards that there are guards who don't even work as guards anymore, but still maintain a license. Yep. For no good reason. Other than they just maintain a license. Um, and who have no intention of coming back. I meet them all the time. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, I used to do this. And it's like, oh, that's cool. They're like, yeah, but I'm never going to do it again. It's like, oh, okay. Cool. Um, it's too easy. I think I think that there needs to be more than just what there exists right now. Uh, going into what we were talking about earlier, right? The right place, the right space, the right reasoning. Yeah. Why do you want to do this 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 job? Right. The answer doesn't need to be to be a police officer. No. Right. I mean, sure, it's a good stepping stone. Yeah. But even now, cops but, are like police agencies are not looking at security as. They are. I mean, sure, yeah, they are. Because they obviously are. we do right have... now. Yes. Right now, it's helping up until 2025. Yeah. Security guards, campuses, um, loss prevention investigation, those right now are two of the most standout things in the police industry. Yeah. But for, for a while, it wasn't. No. You were a security guard? No. Okay, you're just as good. They would rather pull somebody who was a social worker. The only, was an accountant. The only thing the cops really respected up until very recently were asset protection investigators. Yeah. Well, the if you were a tax guard, they did not like you. No. And now they want us. <laughs> but it, and, and here's the thing. I had the cops show up many times at sites where I was TAC, even TAC loss prevention. And they would look at me like I was filth. Yep. But if I was doing the same job plain clothes and the same cop showed up, they're like, you're plain clothes? Yeah, man. Oh, that's shit, that's, bro. I could never. It's like, how could you? Like, you don't even have a vest? man. We have nothing. Yeah, dude. I always love those interactions. Because yeah. they're always the, so mind-blowing with you, and you're like, you're a fucking cop, bro. But here's the shit. It's the same cop that saw me three weeks ago and doing the same position, but I was the uniform guard that day. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's crazy what uh, what an interaction does the second the vest comes off. Yeah. The, the respect you gain. For the cojones you have. And that's why I, even when I was working in, you, you know, uniform <laughs> loss prevention. Yeah. Or uniform asset protection, what are the days I had to be for? I didn't wear the vest. I wore yeah. my duty belt, my shirt, my pants. Yeah. And people would look at me like, why? And I'm like, because 
If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die anyways. Pretty much. Looks like the vest ain't gonna stop it. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> guess what they're gonna use against me. I don't need to look tough to do my job. No. And I I made better pulls without the vest than I did with the vest on. I couldn't imagine being a uniform loss prevention. I couldn't do it. I Unless, wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. Like. Unless you have the LCBO. The LCBO is like the only place I can picture it happening. Even then, you're better off. You're going to pull higher quality. I'm sorry. I don't believe in uniform. Hold on. Uniform loss prevention has its uses. But... They're far less useful than plain clothes. Oh, I agree. Because in plain clothes, you can blend in, you act the part. Yeah. You can pull more quality pulls. You don't have to be the one arresting, right? Mm -hmm. You can be the one that reads the rights and all that shit and not be the one who cuffs. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you should be the one in plain clothes doing the hunting Doing that shit, and then when you make that approach, you're little, you rope the team in. Yeah. You keep them advised through every step. You're still the one affecting the arrest, but you're utilizing your uniform guys to assist. Yeah. Right? That's how it should be. I know that you're in, in the tech loss prevention world, and I appreciate that, and I respect that. So. But... I, again, and I've never done it. I've never done tactical loss prevention. So, I have... As somebody who's done both. Because I have a lot of experience in both worlds. Yeah. Right? Yes, you can do the job a lot easier in plain clothes, but you don't have that visual deterrence. That no. I'm standing right here watching you. You can see what I am. And if you keep doing that, these cuffs come out. But and if at that point they choose to keep going, well, hey, we're going to have a different chat. I don't even have to tell you who I am. But now here's the thing. Here's the thing with that, is that same visual deterrence is going to be that visual deterrence that just makes them steal from another aisle. If they're there to fucking steal, do you think they're that picky with what they're there to steal? Their, their objects, for, for example, LCBO, their option is alcohol. Yeah. They don't give a fuck what the alcohol is, they're already stealing it. Mm. Right? Whether it's so, a fucking single can or I'm a gonna, whole bottle. I'm going to say this, so... Well, that, I guess that would catch out of the bag. I'm going to be working at the LCBO and uniform loss prevention. Yeah, I wasn't going to dox you here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I did find a new guy. Hashtag job. don't come see your boy. <laughs> I don't think the LCBO will get two flying fucks. Actually, you know what? They might. They're actually pretty strict. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to test that theory. <laughs> yeah, last time we tried that, it didn't work out too well. <laughs> Hashtag my bad. Hashtag sorry. <sighs> but also not sorry. Because I still saved your ass from a fucking trumped up assault charge. I know. I got you, buddy. Hey, uh, you know what? I'd rather take getting canned than getting charged, so. Yeah. I feel like, anywho, but I'm just saying, in that, in that particular scenario, right? Because LCBO is one of those ones where they don't really have plain clothes on the floor. Yeah. Right? Well, we have a task force that is plain clothes, you so do, go store to store. But they go store to store. Exactly. I'm talking store dependent. Right? It's under independent. It's under uniform. Yes. At the end of the day, if if the goal is deterrence, beautiful. Which I think that is the goal. I know it is. Yeah. But hear me out. Let me just let me paint the whole picture here, okay? Because LCBO is one of those rare places where you could do strict uniform. Yep. That's fine. 
strict uniform and a couple people behind the glass wall watching you on a camera. Because yep. that's the stand-up. I already know. Yep. I don't have to go in there to know what the setup is. The joys of doing the job. <laughs> um, and that's okay. That works for that setting. LCBOs are also not these giant sprawling centers. No. Where they expect uniform people to, case in point, Walmart. When they had you plus whatever members they had visible or that were the, you know, the us, the invisible yeah. people. Um, when the main focus is you guys going online of sight, no infrastructure, just as is. Yeah. It hurts your ability because the second you lose an otherwise good perp, you've lost them. Yeah. That is done. You, you can't do shit. Right, you put yourselves in a position for failure in a big space. Big spaces need an equal investment on both sides. If you have three tax, you should have three non tax. So we had six uniform. You should have. I'm just painting an image. So they have six uniform. They need six non. I agree. Six plain clothes at the exact same time as six uniform. Because there are going to be times where you have too much activity. Send a deterrent. Yeah. Perfect. That zone's covered. That's also a large enough space where you could actually justify 12 guards. Yeah. There's a lot of twists and turns, a lot of fucking peaks and valleys. You could put a guard per section. You could. And you should. In a zone like that, you should. You should have... You could have two people operating CC. Yeah. Two to four people running the floor. Yeah. Right? And then everybody else at the door. Well, yeah, obviously you have your, your door guards. You should have more tax walking the floor. Oh, if not following people, just walking the floor. Mm-hmm. Those same people, when they're tired of walking, take over at the door, yeah. give the door people a chance to walk, yeah. right? Um, that's an ideal situation, right? Even six might have been overkill. I don't know. That's not for me. Personally, I miss the days of just a greeter. I don't believe there should be a security guard at the door. No, it should be greeter and the should guards. Be greeter. And the security guard should be walking the floor. Exactly. Right. We're a little bit off topic here, though. Well, going back to the whole licensing thing. Right. Licensing. But I think it's also valid, too, with the use of guards. Yeah. Right. It's, it's one big thing. It's the use of guards, the training of guards, the licensing of guards, but also, I'm sorry, but the expectations versus pay. Yes. Um, and that's a big one that we feel. A lot. Oh, yeah. Especially, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm in it, but especially in a campus environment I where you're, you're campus underpaid. police without the campus police title. We're underpaid. We are severely underpaid. Um, when the national average for security pay on campuses is twenty three fifty, and you're and making... None of us make that. <laughs> you're making less than 20? Like, on the high end of that spectrum, full train, everything, you don't even make 23. Yeah. I'm sorry. And to even make in the 20s, it takes you over six years. Yeah. That's bullshit. You, and I'm going to say some trigger words right now. So if you don't like it, skip forward approximately one minute. Starting in three, two, one. We deal with rape calls. We deal with sexual assault calls. We deal with suicide calls. We deal with missing persons calls that translate into finding out it was suicide. All of the above. You deal with... Kidnapping. Fucking everything. Yep. Everything that a cop will deal with, with the exception being is 
they have the option of going to the police or just dealing with you. Yeah. And then we can delegate with the police. Fucking hell. $18 an hour. Yeah. And I'm expected to go home and not be able to sleep at night to show up again to do it all again tomorrow. Oh, and then I got to respond to fire alarms, which is fine. I like that shit. Medicals. Medicals. Fights. Fine. I like that shit. Fights. Fights. That's fine. I like that shit. Assaults. But I've also got to balance all of that without losing myself. Yep. After just having to hear that someone I dealt with not that long ago killed himself or tried to kill himself. And I've got to be okay with that. How? And we're not trained for that. No. There's no training. I'm sorry. We don't get trained for those situations. We get trained on how to manage those situations within them, but not the aftermath. Yep. When we talk about the aftermath, we get scoffed at. Yep. Well, are you feeling really, what? What do you mean? I'm not a fucking butterfly here. I'm sorry. Me feeling something doesn't make me a snowflake. I'm a fucking human being. You would want me. I'm sorry. If, if the job description required a sociopath, hire a sociopath. I'm going to fucking feel things. Especially with somebody that I interacted with and I helped. Even and if I, I fucking didn't. And I hear that. That's I'm, a member of my community. Exactly. I, I know who it's like, okay, oh, I know this person. I know who they are. I know what they did. I might not know with them, but I know about them. Even if you translate outward. To what you do. You're still fairly underpaid. You make good money, you're still fairly underpaid. Oh, yeah. You know? Because you're dealing with drug addiction, mental health, and every interaction volatile you have... Volatile person. I was literally about to say, every interaction you have is a volatile person. Yeah. Right? Because of the environment that you're in. And you're only getting paid. Now, this doesn't fall on the employers, and I want to make this very clear. It's showing the okay? contract. Let me finish my sentiment here. The college I work for, they're not at fault for how much money I don't get paid. It is not the college that I work at that is the reason I get paid like dog food. I don't even think I could afford dog food. Oh, it no. is the company they pay yes. that pays me, that pockets what I make plus some for me to be there. What I make plus more every hour. Yeah. I get paid a fraction of what that company gets paid. I don't believe in contract security. No, it should all be in-house. Everything should be in-house. If you're going to bring in security, you need to take ownership of them. I'm sorry. Yeah. Contracting is bullshit. You're paying more money. If, if for example, the college I worked at paid me... What they paid the company? No, they didn't have to pay me what they paid the company. They paid the company over thirty dollars, yeah. over thirty dollars an hour for me to be there. Well, they paid the company probably closer to fifty. Thirty-eight. No, they paid thirty-eight. Thirty-eight for a guard. Okay. I've gotten visual confirmation that my rate is thirty-eight. Is what the company. So if they paid you paid. half of that, I would I would be happy with twenty-five. Bucks. Oh, there you go. For what I deal with, give me twenty-five. Perfect. In house. Yeah. I don't even need to be union. I don't even need to be union. Yeah. 25 in-house, I'll be happy. There you go. Same rule. I'll, I will put, I'll probably even give you more output than I already give you. Yeah. Because I'm being adequately compensated. Yeah. Still give me a raise structure. Yeah. You can cap me out of what you're paying them at a cap out rate, which is probably closer to 60 an hour. Yep. 
I know that anybody there that's at like capped out max, which I think is 32. Yeah. You're paying at least 68. Yeah. You cap me out at 60. Cap me out at 60 an hour. Call it a day. You're still saving money. Or fuck it. Cap me out at fucking... 50. 50 an hour? Yeah. You're still saving money in the long run. Yes. You can dictate the training that these guys get. You can dictate the policies. Yep. So... And if you don't like a person... It's very easy. Bye. Yep. You have to go through the company, who then has to go through the union, who then has to go back to the employee, who then has to go back to the union, and the union tells the company, yeah, we can't do anything about them. You can't touch them. In-house has so many more benefits. I don't believe in contract security. I, I appreciate it. I understand that it's it's a thing, right? But it shouldn't be a thing. So if things are being reviewed on the PSISA level, yeah. scrap contract. Get rid of that shit. Yeah, everybody's in-house. Make us in-house. Make them have to absorb us. If you want to have security, you're going to have to pay the dues. Dissolve um, these contract security guard companies. Yeah. And look, I understand that for the presidents, the CEOs and all that, oh, it's going to suck. Fuck, who cares? You guys are making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars you a year. You made bank on me putting my body in harm's way. Exactly. For you to do nothing all day. Go, f- go fucking manage a store. Come on. You'll make more Come money. back to the field. Yeah. Go be a fucking consultant. Yeah. They already do that anyway. You have many other business plans. How many people a year go to Paragon, for example, Yeah. for basic training? I did. I did. I, I, I constantly recommend people to get their BST through Paragon. Because it's a comprehensive program. Yeah. You get everything and you're well, if you're a competent person, you're well trained for when you hit the floor. Yeah. They don't sugarcoat shit. That's how it should be. Yeah. Focus on the training. Focus on the training. Yeah, you Fuck. guys, you guys support? can even yeah. Well, you have to solely focus on all of that. You guys can literally become a training security guard training company. Yeah, a proper, full fledged, actual education institution for us. Yeah, where it's mandatory to go through you. That's actually better bank for you in the long run because you could get government. Same support. with all these other companies that have all these in-house instructors for stay safe, monotonous. Mm-hmm. Non-violent crisis intervention, yep. first aid, mental health, first aid. All of these large certifications that people look at internationally, yep. that APIS, the International uh, Security... Was it? I don't even know what the full thing Association for Professional Security... Uh, Professional Investigators and Security Services. Yeah. Right. right? So it's the international body that governs security guards worldwide they look at these trainings stay safe use of force um not not they literally make the standards they make the standards like this is what you guys have to train on for these levels yeah right this is what is in compliance worldwide yes at a, at a human the, rights and level they look at say for a company like paragon paladin asp secure guard securitas all these companies that train in different comp- in different styles and whatnot they all fit the same bill for example, Chap is trained in Monotnock, use of force. I'm trained in Stay Safe. Our training is very similar. The only difference is where we carry our batons. Yeah. Other than that, everything else is the same. Literally the exact same. Because at the end of the day, the use of force structure doesn't change. No. Your response to a call does not change. And what it's you're simply on accessibility of your gear. <laughs> that's the part how to changes. apply it doesn't change nope because there's only a finite way you can put handcuffs on somebody mm-hmm. 
There's only a few. Yeah. And not for pleasure. Huh. <laughs> and not for pleasure. I'm talking in the realm of resistance management, use of force, whatever. I was making a bad joke. Yes. Moving along. But it's true. There's, there's a finite way to do our job. If you do the job well, you're going to do the job right. There's a finite way to take somebody to the ground without smacking their face into the pavement. Right? Unless it has to come to that. Unless it has to come to that. But, <laughs> but again, finite. Finite. That's <laughs> full circle back to the first thing. It's, it's a finite... We have finite options for response. Yeah. If you escalate above what we are currently at, it's going... Too long to exactly that. We're gonna match it's your gonna energy. Escalate. Well, no, we have to exceed it slightly. Yeah. We can't match just your match. We it's have match to match your energy it plus one. Control. It's match right? your energy plus one. Literally, is what the theory is. Match plus one. Yeah. If you're swearing, or better yet, if you're yelling, I need you to still be able to hear me. I'm gonna yell over you. I'm probably not. Well, I'm probably not. I'm gonna let you yell yourself out, and when you're done, I'm like, you good now? My turn. Stop talking. Which, my, that's my favorite thing, is after someone goes off on you and you're like, you good? Cool. My turn. Stop talking. <laughs> you can't tell me to... I just did. I just did. Shut Stop up. talking. <laughs> my turn. You said your part. Now it's me. And everybody gets uppity because of that little bit of tone. Uh, or, now it's my turn. Or wait. Stop talking. I'm going to talk now. Or Thank you. you. Yeah. Or okay, you no. <laughs> Remember what I just said. <laughs> Stop talking. I'm going to talk. You've said your part. Shut up. <laughs> That's enough out of you. <laughs> I listen. Here's the terms. Here's what I want for you to do as an outcome that's best for you. If you choose to not do this, <laughs> this is the last and only time I'm telling you, this is then going to be the result. You need to do this, and you need to do this now. This is a lawful order. <laughs> do that. it. Now. I shall make me. One mind. more time. <laughs> now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Ask tell make baby. Ask oh my god, me. you're so aggressive. Get the fuck up out of here. Holy shit. Yeah, get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> I, I just I can't wrap my head around people's responses to us doing our job. Oh, every time I'm gonna bring it back to a time when we had a woman. I know you weren't here for this, but I think I told you about this. We had a lady in the bathroom shooting up. Getting super violently aggressive. Hashtag daily occurrence. Daily occurrence. <laughs> we, I tried to like, ma'am, I need you to come on, get up, let's go. We gotta get you out of here, okay? You want me to call you an ambulance? F you, F this, you stole this, yada yada. Yeah, I'm in mental health. <sighs> okay. Now I took it by the thing. She's obviously under the influence. Yeah. Suffering from mental health and in crisis. So I'm gonna let. So what's the one thing we're taught to do? Let them rant. As long as they don't become violent, let them rant. You can talk all you want. Okay, fine. I got time. All I'm going to do is to try to keep you calm. Start stepping up to our guards. Ma'am, mm. stop. Ma'am, stop. Sit down. Be quiet. It's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. But what more can you do? Yeah. What more can you fucking be expected to do? And at that point, it was, shut up, sit down, be quiet, I'm talking now. Pick your stuff up, walk. Like, and, uh, you were talking to me that way? No, here's what I'm going to do. Get the f*** out. Yep. And, that, and that's another thing, too, is like, I'm sorry, I'm not a sales associate. No. I don't need 
to take your level of disrespect. If you are cussing up a storm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you initially. Normal, proper. Yeah. I ain't gonna swear. I ain't gonna say a goddamn thing other than it's time for you to go. How many times have we told people get the fuck out of the store? <laughs> not immediately though. No, not immediately. When they've built up. You enough. can't make me do fucking anything. You're fuck you. Fuck this. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Move. Yeah. You can't talk to me like that. You can't talk to me like that. Get your fucking ass out of my store. Exactly. What you gonna do? Fuck fucking watch move. me. Fucking move. Oh, what you gonna do was my favorite. Really, yeah? Motherfucker, you wanna play? I bet. And that's when the gloves came out. It's funny, because you and I have two very different responses to what are you gonna do. <laughs> your response is grab the gloves. If it's a refusal to leave, mine is also to grab the gloves. Usually they start walking. Or, if I don't think that that's gonna work, I just grab my phone and call them all to come drag you the fuck out. I see. Here's the thing. Like, I had oh, no you go? Okay. What, do you, what am I going to do? Hey, stick around and find out. <laughs> my favorite was just removing them personally. I, I love doing it. I was like, I don't need mall. Start walking. Yeah, but we're not supposed to. Whereas mall can. At the end of the day, it's less shit that I got to deal with. I mean, hey. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to sit around and babysit you. I'm going to tell you you need to leave. If you're not going to fucking leave, I'm going to call some other people who will come and just make you leave. Who can drag you the fuck out. Yeah. I'm just saying, the most I can do is grab you by the arm and lead you the fuck out. But then the second you get aggressive from me doing so, I have to call them anyway. So yeah. I may as well call them. They can do the whole show. And you're not my problem. Right? Things aren't pretty. No. Sometimes. Sometimes they're just not going to be pretty. No. If you are out there and you see some shit happen, shut your mouth. Yeah. You can watch. You can film. Do whatever. Yeah. Just shut your mouth. Just None of that. Oh my God, you're hurting. No. We're, I promise you. If you think we're hurting him, imagine what he's doing to us. Yeah. We don't come in looking for a fight. No. Half the time we want to get it in, over I'm, with. Half the time I'm gonna come and look at you and be like, "Give me my stuff. I don't want to do yes. this. I don't want to do the paperwork." Like, and that's and that's the other thing is people don't fucking understand that is that's we don't want that. We don't want to arrest people. I don't even think cops want to arrest people. No, it's more paperwork for them. It's more work. It's more paperwork. And they gotta sit there babysitting you. Oh, yeah. What's the babysit? We need to no babysit way. a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman. And, like, from our perspective, unlike the cops, right? The cops, they're not babysitting you for long. They drop you off at the cell, do their paperwork, and move the fuck on to the next one. We gotta wait eight hours. We actually need to babysit your bitch ass. We don't want to do that. And the cops won't show up. Get Fun fact for people. The cops don't show up right away. Unless you get aggressive. Or you go into a medical emergency. Yeah. And even then, the ambulance will show up probably before the cops do. If you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> then again, probably not. Like, we don't... That's not what we want to do. We don't ever want to have to arrest somebody. I don't even want to have to guide you out my fucking place. Huh. Right? I, fuck, I don't even want to have to trespass you. My ideal day is I don't have to say a damn word to you other than hello. Yeah. That's where I want our interactions to end. I want to show up. Do what I need to do and go the fuck home. Yeah. 
if I need to come and run to a medical, I want to come and run to a medical and make sure that you're going to be okay to keep doing what you want to do with your life. We've had I, that. Yeah. Again, campus shit. Huh? My goal is not to go there and bother you. No. I don't even want to be there to tell you to keep your fucking shoes off a chair. I, nine times out of ten, I'll just be like, seriously, please. Like, respect the space. Yeah. I just want you to graduate and do what you want to do with your life. That's what I want. That's my goal for I you. will happily shake your hand, give you a hug at the end of it. Hey, I'm not gonna best hug of you. luck. I'll give you a fist bump. You're not getting a hug or a handshake. I'll give you a fist bump. Be like, good for you. Congratulations. Huh. I don't want to see you again. <laughs> best of luck. But, but for real, like I... And, and again, goes back to licensing. I love this full circle conversation because it goes back to the requirements. There's no... If you, like for again, if you work like in my setting in a campus, that should be your goal. Yeah. You just want to see the people you're there to succeed and help them when they're in need. That's what we should need. In a retail environment, you that want to is. see people have a good freaking day. Yeah. Be well, be safe. Again, same thing. Make sure that they get to go home in the way that they showed up. Yeah. If Whenever not better. possible. If, if not, not better. Yeah. Are you going to catch thieves? Yes. Do you want to arrest them? Still no. Do you have to? Sometimes. Sometimes. But guys, if you can just recover the product, don't... Don't, just go. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Even if you don't even trespass them, you get the stuff back, have a good day, get yeah. out of here. Okay, have a good day, get out of here. Make it well known that the next time you see them again, you're going to cut their visit short. Yeah. Um, and leave it at that. Why does it need to be more? No. You know, I get it. I get it. Sometimes you're a little frustrated. Call a fucking friend, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I get pissed off, you know what I do? I call this little guy right here. <laughs> and I bitch about shit. You know what he does when he's pissed off? He calls the same fucking thing, but instead of him talking to himself, he talks to me. Wow. Well, I mean, maybe you do talk to yourself too, but... <laughs> depending on the day, maybe. <laughs> Listen. When I, have enough, on the day. when I have enough fun liquid, then maybe. Possibly. But I just... I don't get it. Security is not a fucking therapy plan. No. Bouncing is not a fucking therapy. Do you remember my goal? What my mission statement was every shift that I showed up at the nightclub? Has make people have a good time. Let them have their fucking memories. Yes. Make sure that they get to have the best fucking night of their life and go home safe. That's what I want. How many interactions did we have with people? I had, in terms of... Like, actual negative-ish. I had one. Yeah. It was... Cell phones were getting stolen. Yeah. And had a group of people that were about to do a fucking manhunt over someone they alleged was the person. However, they were not able to confirm. Because they didn't actually see it. It's just everybody's like, oh my god, I heard it was this person. Let's go find them. And I had a group of guys that were about to go hunt this guy down and start a brawl. And all I said is, listen to me. First and foremost, you saying this alone, I should be kicking you out. Here's what you need to do. Breathe. Go get a drink. Go get some water or another drink. I don't care what you do in that respect, but leave it to us. You've done your part. You've told us about it. Try to enjoy what's left of your night. Do not make a scene. You're going to make a bad night worse if that's what you do. You can make a bad night into a great night. If you continue what you came here to do, but the second that you start talking like that, 
I'm going to end your night immediately. Cool down, regroup, have the rest of your night. Yeah. Did a fight happen that night? No. Nope. Not a single member of that party went hunting for that guy. A couple people saw the guy. What did they do? Immediately came back to where they knew I was, told me about it, and I called into our camera guy. And that I was, is it. And I was on the opposite end of you, and you yep. came and let me know, and we yep. watched it. Exactly. Whether or not it was ever confirmed that that was the person, I don't think so. I don't I'm know. pretty sure that was not even the person, no. and I'm really happy that my de-escalation didn't translate outward, or this would have been a bad story. But and that was, out of so. how many interactions did we have where we walked out people who were way too intoxicated or were someone? Who we had to call their medics for. So you know what's funny is in terms of the dealing with the over in talks, my fight was never with the person who was too drunk. No, it was always with the fucking that. medics. Yeah. No, it was oh, with the, the medics. fucking medics. Oh my god. The one I'll never forget, and this is the one where after this, the medics didn't doubt me. Yes. I had this one girl, and I could fucking tell she wasn't right. She hadn't thrown up yet, but she did not look good. And I knew she wasn't in a fucking good space. And I called the medics and they came and they're like, she's fine. And I'm like, no, she's fucking passing out here. She's not fine. This is a clear violation of the smart serve act, but Hey, all right, you're the medic. What does she do? The second they've left floods of the entire fucking section with just puke. I was there. I was just with you. It was you and I, I know, but I'm telling them yeah. the story. Yeah, you was... lived it. I lived it. Oh, they have no, no, that, that, that get to live it. That made me puke. It was gross. And of course, who gets to call back the medics? Me. What is the first word out of my mouth? You should have listened the first time. What did they say? Weirdly enough, we're sorry. Never once yeah, again. They, they never doubted they us. They doubt me. They never doubted us after that. No. Ever. If I called them, they did their fucking job. Remember the one with the, the fact that it came to that is bullshit. Remember the one at least. Remember the one where we had to walk out the guy through the balcony, carry him down. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Up at the top. Yeah. Passed out, would not wake up. Would not wake up. Oh, and they're yeah, and they're looking at me like That was five in the fucking morning. Yeah. We That was five in the fucking morning, man. We finished at midnight. Remember the, the club closed at midnight that night. It was uh, Saturday. Yeah. Right? We Saturday. left at fucking five, five in the morning. I remember trying to trying movie. to get this guy up. That was no, no. We didn't close it. Oh, so close, close at two. Close at two. This was uh, St. Patty's Day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the same night that I was babysitting the owner's daughter. Yes. Who herself was way too drunk. And I remember walking out her. Oh, sorry. She was not way too drunk. Her it friend was, was her friend who that I had fallen out. That I walked out. That I helped out to the car because I had to call you and say, "Hey, we need to get this girl out of here." Yeah, because it was you and I up there. We were the only two uh, bouncers up there. Yeah. Right? They, we didn't even have a contract with her that night. Just so stupid. Wait, yeah, we had a contract. No, we had a contract to Washington. Yeah. But they, the contracts never did the floor. No. It was always the in-house. Yeah. They only left contracts to stairwells, parking, yeah. and anything that did not actually involve the inside of the, of the place. And, like, lining the stage. Yeah. And even then, they still had a mix. Yeah. Right? Because I did stage. Yeah. Until they brought me up to do the high-profile... I did stage. I was high profile from the get go. Yeah, I was also I was also the one. No, you did stage with me once. No, I'm sure I did stage with you once, and yeah. I did backstage. And once. then you were able to do stage for me whenever I didn't want to do stage. Yeah, quote unquote fresh air. Yeah, because I rotated it off me. My first shift, I was stuck by the patio. But I think everybody gets patio the first. My shift. first one, yeah, the first shift is always patio. That's when I fucked my finger up. Yeah, little bitch. Did I ever tell that story on the podcast? I don't think so. Fun time with Chad. My very first shift at the nightclub. Obviously, again, they stuck patio because that's your first shift. 
Everybody suffers. And the whole the whole rule and the whole deal of the patio duty. It's not the patio that people go to. It's the patio that you can't get back in from going out to. That's why we don't let you on the patio there. Because you can't get back in. And we won't let you back in. This fucking chick pushes the door open. She was able to get under my arm. And I was like, hey, like you can't you can't go out there. And this is partially on me for my hand placement. My hand was on the outside of the door jam. I was also not expecting this chick to pull the door back in. The door is also a fire door, so it's thick as fuck. Uh, it took six months for my fingernail to come yeah. back. Yeah. Well, to fall off and then come back. Uh, nothing broke. Thankfully. But it fucking hurt. Yeah, and I remember you calling me like, ah. I couldn't, my radio wasn't working. What? I tried calling H. H didn't answer his phone. Called you. You did answer. But that was, you were like my last ditch effort. I yeah. kept trying to call on the radio, trying to get the bartender's attention. And he just kept giving me a thumbs up. And I'm like, bitch. And I came down, yeah. I was like, bitch. <laughs> well, because I let myself onto the balcony yeah. so I could get air in me yeah. to try not to, because I was going to pass out. Yeah. I could feel myself starting to black out from the pain. Yeah. So I'm like, I need cold air. It was winter time. This was November. I'm like, I need something to keep me present. And I went onto that air to feel the air on me. And I just tried to breathe and stay conscious. Yeah. That was my goal. All I was trying to get the attention of the bartender was, was for two things. Three things. Glass of water, some fucking ice, and a call help for me. I got a thumbs up. Fucking bitch. <laughs> and then he called me. I come down there. I, I don't know if it was. I think it, was, it might have been your earpiece, actually. It was fucking up. No, it was the radio itself. So, yeah, okay. So, it was the radio itself. So, I remember I called medics. Yeah. And they're like, can you walk? And I'm like, and I look at it. And the I'm answer like, was probably shouldn't. <laughs> that's what I was looking at. I think that's what I put over there. I'm like, you probably shouldn't. Pretty sure I was pale, yeah. lush. Sweaty I, as hell. Yeah, I dude, I was on the brink of losing consciousness. And I was I'm, in that I, much pain. I'm like, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll walk. And I walked into medical. Remember I waited for you. Off? Yeah, oh. I thought that thing was going to be flooded with blood. I was surprised that the gloves protected me the way they did. If I wasn't wearing the gloves, you I would have lost the fingertip. Finger. You would have lost the finger? Yeah. I would have lost the fingertip immediately. Right. I would have just... sliced it off. That fucking hurt. Thank God for tack gloves. That's why they stay on me at all times. Right? Hey, amen. <laughs> That's why I never leave home without them now. Oh, man. I never... Was, oh I my have... God, you know what I forgot? What? I forgot to bring your cuffs. Oh. I knew I was coming today, and I forgot to bring your cuffs. Now that we're on the topic of gear. Yeah. But no, man, like... <sighs> the nightclub was fun. It was. It was a nice experience. We. I'm glad that we I had got to. I got to work the stage for concerts. Yes. I got, to, I got to be the guy who did not get corrupted. That felt good, morally. Do I regret it sometimes now that I no longer are... I'm, I'm working under their employee? Oh, yeah. The amount of alcohol I could have gotten working at that side stage, whew, I fucked up. <laughs> but I'm a professional. Yes. Um, the Jaw concert was dope. Oh, that was awesome. He's such a cool dude. I never got the chance to meet him. I was looking backstage up there. I know you did. And I <laughs> fucking hate you for it. Well, you gave me like three drinks, so it was awesome. <laughs> I hate you even more now. <laughs> I shouldn't have let you uh, drink when you worked my show at the end. 
Uh, I, it was so funny at the end. Of, so again, if you don't know my whole background or if this is your first episode of SYR, I may as well dox myself at this point. Ah, people have already known who the hell we are anyway. Some people don't though. True. So I've made music for almost 20 years. Not only is Eric my best friend, my work partner, he's also very in tune with my music world. Um, part of that means that he, you know, helps me with management of my music. He's also my head of security. So we, we had a concert last summer, yep. last August. And obviously my head of security was there. Uh-huh. Had to be. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a host of sorts, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm coming to an event, especially in that capacity where I was supposed to be an MC, supposed to be a host, right? And that's also like, that's, those, are my, those were my people. Yeah. Right. That was that touring company was like a family to me. Um, they were friends. They were friends. They were family. They were people that I spoke to off season. Mm -hmm. I helped plan uh, shows before the pandemic with them. Mm -hmm. I fucking organized the entire uh, Markham Festival. Yeah. That was me that that made sure we had the vid wall, made sure that we had adequate acts, mm -hmm. who the acts were. You know, I helped with that lineup. Right, so I there I've literally made shows for these guys. Yeah. Um, and this time around, I was like, hey, you know, it's my first time back on stage. I'll bring some alcohol for after the show. Um, I had to, and this is this is past midnight at this point. Mm. We're all backstage. It's me and the headliner, the promoters, like the people actually through the event, and then obviously his security, my security, and a few girls that he brought back. Right. Me being not a single guy, I I simply brought my security. <laughs> um, security was single. That that was a weird that was a weird experience doing the whole backstage thing um, with no women. Well, but that's the thing is like I mean this whole last tour, right? I've not been single. Cool. So I've just not been bringing girls backstage. Whereas like twenty one year old me. <laughs> on the first tour, we had a couple. Guess what was backstage? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's crazy looking back just how things have changed. It went from beyond bitches to stay out. <laughs> no, beyond bitches to be gone, bitches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and I had to convince this guy again. We're past midnight. The event shut down at like what eight, nine, nine. Yeah. Event shut down at nine. So maybe it was like eleven o'clock. Yeah. It was 11 o'clock. It was after you wrapped your incident. We were done. We were just hanging out before we all rolled out for the night and did our separate things. And I'm like, my guy, like, you're off the clock. Have a drink. He's like, no, I'm on the clock. I'm like, Eric, have a fucking drink. <laughs> Bro, I was professional. I said you were relieved of duty. You were off the clock. And then I, 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 then I flipped the contract then, back around your face and I said, hey, not till you get home. Which was technically true. <laughs> that you are on the clock at all times as long as you're in my presence. But, like, if your boss is saying, hey, it's okay, yeah. you're okay. And I think I had one. You did. You did have one. A very, very light, loosely mixed one, but you did. It was a good night. That was fun. I'm excited to get back on stage. Mm -hmm. To have you back there by my side, keeping me safe. <laughs> you did a good job, honestly. I could not have a better head of security. So there you go. Officially on SYR, I have doxed who I am. 
for those who did not know. Check out his not, music. I was literally about to say I'm not going to plug shit. <laughs> you won't, but I will. Check out his music. And fun fact, the intro that we made for the first three, or that we had for the first three podcasts, all him. I did produce it. I did produce, and I did the CGI. And he did the CGI. I did the CGI. Which I do things. I really think we need to bring back the intro music. I know. We'll bring back the music. Not this episode. We'll bring it back after 10. Yes. We'll bring it back 10 moving forward. Um, now that we've ironed out what our platform is. Yes. And how we want to use it and record it and all that shit. Now that we've ironed out those kinks. Now we'll start f- focusing on formatting. How we're going to run our episodes. How we want them to sound, feel, all that shit. All right. We're getting there. Yes. We're doing baby steps together, guys. This is season one <laughs> of... Season one of episodes. really not a lot of planning that went into making the podcast. No, it was, it was literally. Hey, I want to make a podcast. Do you want to do a podcast? Sure. Yeah? yeah. Cool. Let's do a podcast this Saturday. Cool. I'll send you the link. <laughs> and that was it. That's exactly how. That it first was. episode was a was a clusterfuck trying to figure out how to do that. But it was fun. It was fun, and it's been and it's fun ever since. We're really about to say the same thing. And it's an excuse for us to hang out every two weeks. Exactly. I mean, it guarantees because yeah. it's. Work related. Nobody can say no. That's true. That's why we plan the Saturdays. Yes. This is the available day. Yes. This is the day that I um, have no obligations at home. And every two weeks, I have a free Saturday. And what better way to spend it with my best friend? Amen. And hang out with you guys. Hallelujah. Um, I don't so to sum up <laughs> the well-ditched topic... We need stronger licensing, stronger training, get rid of contract. Yes. If you ran a contract company, focus on training, you know, if we made that change, there would still be a lot of money for them because that would be the official source of training. We'd have to do our training through them. It would actually help them significantly more. And you would see- Because right now we don't have to. You would see a lot more mergers. More mergers, um, which would mean Less fragmentation, yeah. better standardization, and higher quality guards. Because they could feel out your personal um, ethic. Yeah. If you are a shitty person, you're not going to get past basic training. Yeah. They will eject you because they could, mm-hmm. right? Give you your fucking money back and say, don't come back. Blacklist you company-wide, not company-wide, um... Just blacklist you in general from being able to become a security guard and you're done. Yeah. They flip your inf- information over to the ministry. Yeah. And even if you went to another province and got your license, you would not be eligible to work security in Ontario. And the best part about all of that too is they would actually be able to work with one another mm-hmm. to ensure that, standardization. that things are actually standardized. Yeah. Right? To the APIS standards. Yeah. That's the route I think it should go. And they can also, another cool thing is they can give those APIS, you know, certified post protection, mm-hmm. you know, investigation, bodyguarding, all these other certifications, these advanced security practitioners, yeah, certifications, certified security, pra- all these other certifications that you don't see a lot of in Canada because it's hard to get anybody to train you and to go through APIS itself is something like $1,300 of certification. Do you, do you know what should happen? Get rid of private security, make it public security. Yes. We should be public security. Yeah. 
We could still work for private property, but we should be public security. Should be public facing forward. Yeah. I that, think we have the real, real best route to do. I think we'd have a lot less issues. I'm not asking for peace officer powers. No. I don't want them. No, we the same powers that we have now, just public. Yeah. Make We're it not public. private. Make it public. Make it so that the training we go can be through private institutions, right? But if if you make us a public thing, the regulation is higher. Mm-hmm. The accountability is higher. The responsibility is higher. Um, and it has real legitimate consequences. Yeah. If you have a bad guard who does a bad thing and the police show up and the cop is a bad cop, there's no, ramica- no ramifications. Yep. If you have a bad guard, strong regulation, strong accountability, with the proper training, well, guess what's going to fucking happen? That guard's gone. Yeah, exactly. That guard will get penalized. And beyond. And that's how it should be. Amen. You know? It could be a pipe dream at best, but I do think that's that's a more viable option. We need more oversight. And Which is funny. In what industry is anyone like, hey, we need more government oversight over here? <laughs> we do. <laughs> There's we do. very little oversight. for, And I think that's one of the big things that we that people talk about too. And that kind of was brought up in the whole, oh, why should security use force? Yeah. Granted, we, there is a lot of oversight when it comes to use of force. Yeah, but when you're not using force, there's none. No. No answer. None. That's it. Even with Trespass to Property Act, you don't need, like, an official government-regulated form. It's, it could be a simple letter that says, yeah, we don't want you back. Because it's private property. Yeah, it's, it's literally the property owner saying, I don't want you here. Yeah, but that, everything should still be public. Yeah. Right? Because then it's better enforceable. Yeah. Right, because when a cop shows up and yeah, okay, like yeah, they're gonna tell you you shouldn't be here, and that's the end of it. But there's no, it takes multiple times before it actually becomes a thing where it's criminal trespassing. Yeah, that's a problem, right? Obviously, it depends on the scale of something, but like at the end of the day, it's just there needs to be just better regulation, Amen. better training, better regulation. The whole thought that I was having is with police. Look at their training programs. How long is their training programs? Eight weeks? Six to eight weeks? 16. 16 weeks. Sorry, 16 to 18 weeks. Yeah. Why not us? And that's before you go to the academy. Yeah. Why not us? The academy is six months. And, and you know what they're learning during that training period? What we learn in 40 hours. Well, The laws? Right? Obviously, they learn a lot more. Right? Basic firearm. There's a little bit. Yeah. So you take out that little and bit equation of use, and use the force. <clears throat> you take out that little bit of equation. Yeah. Eighteen weeks for them, we get forty hours. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. Oh. There is a lot more nuances that need to be discussed. Yeah. Um, there's no de-escalation training. That's not a part of the training. No, that's all. In-house. That's a skill you learn. No, you don't even get that shit in house. You, you learn those skills. You do. You suss those out. I'm sorry, but in the field, you, (laughs) that's not the place. No. You know what happens when you don't do a call well and you're starting out? You don't have a job. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You, you hit the field already under trained. Under trained. Right. I'm blessed. I've been working retail since I was 14. My first retail job, um, was hectic. Yeah. It was a seasonal. 
and it was during uh, Black Friday, and it was a bitch, but I gained a lot of skills from that experience. That's why I know how to de-escalate people. I've worked, I used That's to work it. at a restaurant. My first job was at a restaurant, right? And then I worked at Tim Hortons. You don't think I've had people throw coffee at me and I had to keep my cool, I had to learn how to de-escalate? Yeah. Before I even got into security, little old Eric, little, tiny little Eric, was serving coffee and donuts to people who did not like the fact that their coffee was too hot and would throw it back at you. Not all, nothing we can do. You'd have to learn to talk them down. 16-year-old yeah. me had to learn to talk people 40, 45, 50 sometimes down. And I got good at it. <laughs> we need more training. Amen. All right. Yeah, we've, we've pretty much exhausted the topics. I think day. before we ended just turning into a rant episode. Um, I'm Eric. I think I'm Chad. <laughs> he's all burnt out. He's all befuddled. Uh, Been a long week. Yes. Guys, thank you for so much for turning into Security Radio. Follow us on social media. Interact yes. with us. I, we see your interactions. We will be posting more content to TikTok. I know people have been asking. Trust me. I'm, working on, I'm working on some things, okay? I'm looking a little bit behind the scenes. You'll kind of see it like some stuff. Um, yeah. Just stay posted. Just stay, just stay posted. You'll Make see sure you drop a follow. Drop your comments. Ask your questions. Let's have a discussion. Follow us on Instagram. We are on Facebook. That's where we can. We also post these episodes there too. And, um, yeah, follow us on Spotify and, and Apple, Apple Music. Apple, yeah, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. Um, oh, and we're no longer going to be on YouTube. Unfortunately not. No. There was some discussion and decisions that were made. Um, we are going to keep this exclusive to um, podcast platforms. Yes. For now. Maybe down the road we'll go back. But for YouTube, the time being... We might post the shorts on YouTube. Um, oh yeah, we'll definitely do shorts. We'll do shorts on YouTube we'll and specials and specials right, live we have streams plans to do live streams. Yes. The bigger the community gets, the more that we want to get engaged with you. So get us to what two thousand followers? Three thousand followers? Something like that. Yeah. Fuck it. Get us to five thousand followers on TikTok so we can do live streams, and uh, and we're gonna have a hell of a time. Amen. Guys, right. as always, thank you so much for watching. Uh, listening in. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tired. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm Eric. I'm Chad. And don't forget to secure your video. Bye, guys.